your past first point guard and trailblazers reporter Mike Richmond. You're listening to another episode of Locked on Blazers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, available wherever you get podcasts and also on YouTube. Thanks for making this show your first listen every day. Free on all platforms, five days a week, the only daily trailblazers podcast. So start your day listening to Locked on Blazers. Make your first listen every day. It's your team every day right here on the show. What a, what a freaking fun night of basketball. The Portland Trailblazers are so gosh, gosh dang gee golly fun. This is a family show. No swearing on here, but uh, part of me on the inside has uh, already sworn several times. Because this is just a, a really, really fun basketball game. Fun basketball team played a fun basketball game. They win 135-110 in Denver. We'll recap the game with the fastest game, fastest recap in the West. Anthony Simons went bonkers. Bonkers. Brought the house down. Damian Lotus had it felt like the fans were going to fall onto the court because Ant was going so nuts. We'll talk all about Anthony Simons. As promised, as foretold on yesterday's show, and we'll talk about Anthony Simons. We'll close the show. I think this is I think this is a sustainable level of play for the Blazers. That's not 82-0, but this is a this this team has has the makings the, and the ingredients to be a good basketball team, and boy was I wrong about that. So we will discuss all of that in today's show, but we got to do what we do at this time. Fastest recap in the West: the Blazers came out flat. They in the first four minutes, they're down 14-3. They started one of five from the floor. They're down 31-23 in the first quarter. Trailed by as many as 13 points in the second quarter, but a really nice close to the second, like a really strong close heading into halftime. They're down just 61-55 at the break. Dame had 19 in the first half. Nikola Jokic only had two shots for the Nuggets. It was a weirdly passive game for for Jokic early. Like I don't, I think the Blazers were you know aggressive on him and Nurk was pressing up and all of those things. But he was just you know they were they were up comfortably by double digits. They were splashing threes. You know Aaron Gordon had it going. Michael Porter Jr. had it going uh, early on, like very early, and then not at all late. Jamal Murray made some shots. Uh, and Yoke was Yoke was taking a step back, like he wasn't being super aggressive. It was a, a weird game where he only had two field goal attempts in the first half, just two shots. Maybe he should have got it going a little bit earlier because the Blazers turned the tide in that third quarter from down 61-55 in the half to up 13 heading into the fourth, a 44-point third quarter highlighted by the man we're going to talk about a whole bunch today, Amphrey Simons, 22 points in the third. 22 points in the, four, in the third, eight of eight from the floor, six of six from three to start, and then missed a final shot, missed a three-pointer from the right wing when he had it rolling. 22 of his, what he finished with, 29 in that third quarter. As the Blazers blow the game open, they take a 13-point lead with a huge third into the fourth, and they never look back from there. Damian Lillard cl- helped close the door, and they win 135-110. A 25-point blowout that was over. It was over at the seven minute mark ball game 42 minutes or 41 minutes into this thing ball game see you later we got uh everybody played except for justice winslow who missed the game with with a ankle injury that he had a left ankle sprain that excuse me right ankle sprain that he had sustained in the prior game against the lakers there was a moment in the second half against the lakers where justice uh, on the baseline clearly rolled his ankle played it through that game but it was bothering him today and he did not play i did see him warm up he went through warm-ups and he played keon johnson took his spot in the rotation keon made his his uh his season debut and played well but he's not the name to know the name to know is Avery simons 29 points five assists and three boards 
Uh, Damian Lillard led the way, 31 points, 8 assists, and 6 rebounds. Jeremy Grant had 21. Yusuf Nurkic shrugged off what was a very, very, very ugly start to this one for Nurk. Finished with 13 points, 12 rebounds, and 6 assists. Uh, respect to Yusuf Nurkic for not letting go of the rope. He, he was brutal early in this game, and he came around and just... Ended up having just a solid stat line and and really um, after missing a million kajillion layups to start this game, missing his first six shots, found himself, found himself and and, and scored like he, he he really he really was uh, pretty darn solid. Nazir Little 11 points off the bench. He continues to be uh, after a really dud opener. Uh, Nas has given the Blazers solid minutes off the bench. Like he's not wowing, you know, blowing you away, but just he does solid stuff. Like he's a solid contributor. He's the, he's the guy you want. And Shaden Sharp had 11. We're not going to talk a ton about Sharp, but I thought Shaden Sharp was straight up excellent in this game. Um, he's, he can hoop. Dude can hoop. He can just, he's just a basketball player who can play some basketball. Uh, no question about it. On the Nuggets side, 26 for Aaron Gordon, 18 for Michael Porter Jr., 9-9-9 nine, nine, and nine for Nikola Jokic, who finished with just four field goal attempts and three free throws. Truly a weird game. Uh, Jamal Murray made his shots early and then didn't make any more, finished with eight points on three of 12 shooting. The Trailblazers, who turned it over early in this one, seven turnovers or six turnovers in the first, excuse me, seven turnovers in the first half, just one after halftime solid as hell. When they take care of the ball, they're really good. Uh, one thing we do have to do is we have to give out the Shania Twain impressive performance of the Knights. Shania, take it away. That don't impress me much. Look, Shania Twain's not impressed, but I am. Amphrey Simons is your, is your Shania Twain impressive performer of the Knights. He was freaking great, man. Freaking great. It was just so, so, so good. And even if Shania Twain's not impressed that Amphrey Simons made 11 of 17 shots, I am. Even if, if Shania Twain's not impressed that Amphrey Simons went 7 of 12 from deep, I am. Even if, if Shania Twain is not impressed that late in the game, Amphrey Simons was moving the ball and making the right pass against a defense that was keyed in on him all of a sudden, I'm impressed with that. I want to talk more about Ants um, in the second segment. Actually, in yesterday's show, Amphrey Simons had finished up three straight games where he just hadn't been he hadn't been very good. Like he 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 had he struggled early in these games. Huge fourth quarter moments. Huge, like big fourth quarter moments. Had a huge bucket late against the Lakers. Had a huge had two a big three and then the game winner against Phoenix. But he hadn't shot it very well. He just hadn't been that good in these games. So I said, you know, in the, on in tomorrow's show, you should listen. It's a daily podcast. You should listen every day. But in yesterday's show, I said tomorrow we'll talk about Amphrey Simons. Amphrey Simons did me a solid. He was he was excellent, excellent, excellent in this game. Um, we will discuss all of it in the in the second segment. Join me there. But first, let me tell you about LinkedIn. It is the place that makes it easy easy to post your job because every every new these days every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business you want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available that's why you got to check out linkedin jobs linkedin jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free one of the ways they do that is they've got simple tools like screening questions that make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can prioritize who you'd like to interview and who you'd like to hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NBA. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NBA to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. 
to a pass first point guard. I usually do that in the third segment. I've done that two days in a row. Screwed up my second segment intro. All right, let's talk about Anthony Simons. He was so good. <laughs> I'll say it again. He was so good. It was... It was a moment that Ant needed. To begin the season, Ant had gone 9 for 22 against the Kings. He went 5 of 17 against the Suns, and then 5 of 17 against the Los Angeles Lakers. That's pretty tough. Pretty tough. A cool 19 for 56 to begin the year. That includes... A 3 of 10 from 3 night, a 2 of 8 from 3 night, and then an 0 of 6 for 3 night against the afternoon. I guess against the Lakers. If you're scoring at home, which you probably are, that's 5 of 24 from deep to open the season. He was scuffling. He had huge moments when they mattered. Huge moments when they mattered, but he was not himself. And I think it was reasonable to be like, oh man. Ant's got to get it going. And, and in the preseason, he even talked about like, oh, I'm going to, like, I'm still learning how to play off Dame. And quite frankly, I, I and if you're a loyal listener to the podcast, and I hope you are, I said like, I don't even really believe that. I just think Ant's shooting bricks. And, and I maintained that, that I felt like he was just shooting bricks. I don't think it was like comfort level off the ball. He's been one of the best catch and shoot shooters in the NBA over the last two seasons. He's really good at it. Like it's, it's not an off, it's not an off the ball thing. Like sure. He has more comfort getting into a rhythm dribbling and getting into his stuff, but like he's really good. The skill that he needs to play off the ball. He's really good at like, I wasn't worried about him. So if I, I mentioned on yesterday's shows, like we'll talk about Ant. and Ant did your boy a solid because he was excellent. In fact, early in this game, like early in this game, Ant was just making shots. He hadn't been super aggressive and he wasn't prolific. Like, uh, you know, he only had, he only had seven in the first half, but he was like, okay, okay. Like this thing is rolling. Like this, he's, he's, he's got it going. Like he's, the shots look good. He got to his right hand, which is what he wants to do. Like when he drives left, he's going to pull up when he gets to it. When he, when he goes all the way, right, he can use his little floater moves much more effectively. Um, he has a floater going left, but it's, it's, it's right-handed. He's better at pull-ups in that direction. Like, but he was, you could see it early in this game. Like this wasn't a bad shooting night for him. It's just a normal, like, okay, dudes, dudes finding a rhythm. Then the third quarter happened. This wasn't finding a rhythm. This was balling, balling. And here's the thing. You get rolling with one, three. Okay. He looks like he's getting going. Damian Lord's like, let's, let's get him involved a little more. It's another one. Okay. Now the crowd's going up, oh, gets a layup. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Like the, you can, the, the, the energy in the building change. The Blazers are from down six. Okay, now it's tied. Now Ant hits a three and they're up three. Okay, like the arena just, the the mood in the arena has totally shifted and Ant is rolling. And so Damian Lord does something that he doesn't, it's not that he doesn't always do, but like he was so intentional about it. He made sure that they were like, okay, go set a screen for Ant away and let him come up, like just one screen away for him so he can come off a pin down and get to the get to the top of the key and just raise up and shoot over top of him. Bang. Uh, during that stretch, Nikola Jokic picked up his fourth foul. He goes to the bench. The, the Nuggets go small. When they go small, without Yoke on the court, even this year still, um, they've... They killed the uh, Warriors with their second unit, but uh, like for the, they still have, they struggle. This team struggles on offense. So, you know, you're going to, you know, you're going to have opportunities because they're not going to be, you're not going to be trading bucket for bucket there. 
And Dame sees it. And he goes to Ant again. And then again. And then again. And then Ant sidesteps and splashes another one from the right side. And it's just like, okay. And then he chases one down on the left wing. And it's like, the building is going nuts. And what and what Damon Lord talked about in the postgame was that when he sees Ant rolling, when he sees Ant doing this, and he's and he's and he's hunting him, like he's he's making sure he touches the ball, not like calling pl- plays, but actions to free him up. Hey, go get him! Like, hey, Jeremy Grant, go set a screen, and let him and let him get up here, or let's like you know let's run, just like let's free up Ant. Um, I'll get him into stuff to free him up real quick, uh, the way a point guard should. And Dame said that he's 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 doing that with real intention. But he also found himself when Ant's hitting three number four and three number five and three number six during a run where he goes eight for eight and hits six of six threes to score 22 points in the third quarter. A third quarter, mind you, that the Nuggets scored just 24 and the Blazers scored 44, blew the game open with a plus 20 quarter thanks to Anthony Simons. Anferno? Is is that what we're doing? I'm doing it. I'm going Anferno. Um, and Furnace is also okay. I'll accept and Furnace also. Um, both of those, both of those, if they're on your bingo card, go ahead and knock them off. But Dame said he, he took a moment to look at the crowd and say like, oh, this dude's going nuts. This must be what it's like to watch me. Uh, which he didn't exactly say that, but the implication was that like, Dame knows what it's like to be in that moment and be Anthony Simons. And he likened the moment to when CJ had 50 points in uh, in three quarters against the Bulls back in January of 2018, when it was just a night where it was like, oh, this dude's killing. Like, let's get him the ball every time they're on the floor because they can't guard him. They, there's nothing anyone can do because everything is finding the bottom of the net. And, you know, Dame said, I've, I've seen it a couple times before. Like, I've seen it. I've seen big nights from CJ like, like that. But Aunt, but Dame was like, I, I took a moment to soak it in. I took a moment to to look around and appreciate it. And it felt like the roof, you know, Ant's taking the roof off this thing. Dame said that it felt like the, the fans were about to fall out on the floor. That's how excited everyone was in the building. You know what that is? That's Damian Lillard holding on to his joy. That's Damian Lillard seeing a special moment and saying, I want to, I want to feel this and remember it. Because Dame is like you, dear listener. Dear Trailblazers fan, he was appreciating a special night from a special player. That's why I said I wasn't really worried about Ants. Not because I thought he was going to go six for six and a quarter or whatever, but because he's a bucket. The dude can really, really score. The thing to worry about him is the other stuff, like his weaknesses, right? Like the things, the things that he, you know, he doesn't get to the free throw line a whole lot. He doesn't, you know, he's not, he's, he's, Made some real strides as a defender, I think, this year. He's, he's been much more competitive on that end for sure. But it's like, there are things that he's not good at. I'm not worried. He's 23 years old. <laughs> I am not worried about him struggling at the things he was good at. And tonight was like, a, if he had had the game I thought he was looking like he was going to have in the first half, he's going to score like 19 on like 48% shooting. I was going to like, you know, and make four threes. I was going to be like, see, see, Amphrey Simons is fine, y'all. It doesn't matter. But he... <laughs> He went so much further, and this was just a joyous moment, an appreciation of how good Amphrey Simons can be, an appreciation of how how special th- this pairing can be, the Damon Ant pairing. And I want to talk about two two moments in the in the fourth quarter that really stick out to me as the most significant plays that Anthony made. I mean, 
hitting a three at the top of the key while Christian Braun knocks him over to the ground absolutely fouled him on the, on the release and should have been an and one to hit his fifth three in that sequence. Yeah, that was pretty special. To splash another three from the wing to make it six straight threes to open the quarter, my goodness. Yeah, I'll remember that too. It's like, oh, the Blazers are up 17 now? Like, what is what am I watching? Yeah. But the most significant moments for me, for Ant as a growth as a basketball player, came in the fourth quarter. One, he gets at the top of the key and a lot of eyeballs on him. You're shooting like him, you get a lot of eyeballs on you. And Josh Hart cuts baseline on a a cross screen and Amphrey Simons fires a pass in from about a a, maybe foot on the three-point line to the Josh Hart along the baseline for a reverse layup. What a find. Absolutely just a dart. What a find. And then on the fast break, Simons gets it on when they're running in a two-on-one, but it's kind of put out in front of him a little too far to his right, uh, the, the way the pass comes, and the defense is there. Like, and, and Ant isn't, he's not yet in his career, and might never be, is like a cram-on-you type of guy. He can dunk, for sure, but he's not like a, you're in front of me, I'm going to throw you through the rim type of guy. So, he loops around. Dribbles out to the left wing, circles back. The defense finds him. He, the defense, again, eyeballs on him, right? This is the hottest dude in the gym. But, you know, he's, he's, he's killing. So when he does circle out to the three-point line, defensive attention, defensive eyeballs, all, all finding him now with the ball in his hand making decisions. He dribbles across the middle of the paint. The defense is there. The help comes. And guess who's waiting wide open with his feet set in the corner? Damian Lamont, Ollie Lillard. Dame shooting, like, feet Feet ready in shooting position of wide open three-pointers is the is the dream for this team, right? Is Dame getting easy shots? He's one of the best hard shot makers in the league. He's one of the best. He's just been on a tear to start the season. He had another 31 points tonight. But Damian Lillard getting lost because a defense is obsessed with someone else or is is uh, consumed, I think is a better word there, with, with someone else, that's the dream and Amphrey Simons makes the right read and those two passes the right pass the right pass to get an easy layup and then an easy corner three in the right corner for Dame that's the that's the part that excites me most about Ant in this game I know he can shoot it like he's not gonna have games like this all the time if he has a bunch of 22 point quarters that'd be pretty fun but like he's not gonna have games like this all the time but he's gonna have big nights he's gonna score in the 20s a bunch because he's a really good scorer but to layer that with then smart playmaking high level playmaking where you you know manipulate a defense or at least you know make sure you draw defenders and then kick that's the level for him that becomes he becomes he just takes he just takes that leap when he's a playmaker beyond a pick and roll guy when he's seeing the he's not just finding the pick and roll player but he's he's making high level reads across to find cutters and to find people across across the side of the floor that's what I really loved about Ant's game. This was a this was a wonderful moment. If if Damon Lord took a moment to hold on to his joy, you should too. It's a pro joy podcast. Every Simons was so fun. The Blazers are four zero. Enjoy it. You know what this is also though. It's a podcast that admits when we get stuff wrong. If you're a long time listener to the program, you know that I was dead wrong about this team. Absolutely one hundred percent dead wrong about this team. Let's go to the third segment, and I'll, I'll admit it. You got me. Still a pass first point guard. I'm still Mike Richmond. You're still listening to Locked On Blazers. 
When the preseason ended and the Blazers were winless against NBA teams and they wrapped up with some pretty underwhelming performances against Sacramento and the Golden State Warriors, I sat here in this very room talking into this very microphone and talked about how I thought the Blazers were going to struggle early in the season because the preseason had been so lackluster, so few moments of growth, so little defensive hope. I didn't love their depth. I worried about how you know their their big man rotation. I worried about how many forwards they had. I didn't like Josh Hart in the starting lineup. There were there were um, there were myriad things that made me say, I know it's just four games that don't count. I know it's just the exhibition season, but I think this team's not going to be very good. And and I warn you, dear listener, to be patient with this team because you know, it's clear if you look at this roster, it's unfinished and they're going to have to make moves. And we, we, you know, if, if they're not there in the first seven games, which are pretty tough, and then they go on the road for a six game road trip. And if they're not there after 13 games, it's okay. It's a long season. Their goal, you know, their, their upside is still a play in team anyway. So it won't change the outcome of all those things. And guess what? Your boy was dead wrong. Your boy was dead wrong, dead wrong, hundred percent incorrect. They're four and oh, and it looks like a sustainable brand of basketball. When the Blazers went 4-0 right heading into the All-Star break, and I, I think a lot of fans and even the organization pointed this as like proof of concept, I was more skeptical of that because uh, Josh Hart shot out of his mind from three during that stretch. Like he just shot so friggin' well. That's not necessarily sustainable. Josh Hart is like a career 35% three-point shooter, and he shot like something like 38% from three on seven attempts a game. It's just like, that's not, he's not going to have that role. He's not, he's just not going to do that. Like, it's just not real. Um, they were really good in those moments and particularly the win in Memphis. It's a great basketball game, right? Like I, I, not taken away in the moment, but the idea that that was like proof of concept to me never, never clicked. These four games feel different to me and they feel different for, for a variety of reasons. One, uh, they've, they have, um, They've just played better defense that meets, that passes the eye test. This isn't just, you know, it obviously is a tiny, tiny little sample size. Um, you know, I'm not going to be citing defensive rate rankings or even, even those defensive numbers yet. Let me just get, you know, six, seven games in eight, eight, six, seven, eight, ten games in the season. And then we'll start talking, talking about the numbers, but like they passed the eye test on defense. I mentioned yesterday's show. They just passed the eye test on defense and the offense with the weapons feels sustainable. Um, I'll admit that in the first three games, the Blazers winning close games, there's luck involved in close games. There's luck. Uh, it's just the nature of games that come down to one or two possessions in the final two minutes. Luck. It's luck. Good luck, bad luck, whatever it is. It's, there's, it's, that's like, that's the hardest thing I think for fans to admit in sports and, and maybe analysts as well. Um, I consider myself somewhere in between those two. Cause I, I, boy, do I love the NBA. Uh, but I, in some, to some extent, I offer some analysis here. Like, uh, there's luck involved in close games, right? The Blazers got lucky. Not because they didn't go make their own luck, not because they're not a good basketball team, but like, you play close games, you get lucky. You gotta get lucky somewhere here and there. Jock Landau misses, the misses a shot. Uh, the Lakers subbed in the wrong point guard with five minutes left. Like, they got lucky. All right, it was like, like sure. Uh, it's, but Monday's game was the second night of a back-to-back -back, playing against a good Nuggets team that just rolled over Golden State in in San Francisco. Uh, 
has had a day off in Portland, had a rest advantage in Portland, like in the city, ready to ride, waiting for the Blazers to get back from LA. Everything was lean and nuggets in this game. Uh, the bet online odds had them at three as three and a half point favorites at tip off, four and a half point favorites earlier earlier in the day. This was this was a game that was baked in for the Blazers to lose. And early on in the second quarter, it's like, yeah, they're not playing, they're not playing poorly, but they're not in it. Like they're down double digits and they just, they, they're just kind of, they're limping through this one. Nurk is struggling. You know, they're just, this isn't, uh, you know, sometimes not your nights and sometimes you just run up against a team that's all better than you. Great close to the second quarter. Damon Lord, it's a great shot to, to, uh, uh, to end the half. High fives Joe Cronin on his way to the locker room. Joe Cronin sitting courtside with Blazers owner, Jody Allen. Uh, and, um, and then the third quarter happens and, while that felt like a one-off moment, right? Like a, like a, you're just not going to get many moments like that. And it was so darn fun. Like I'm, it's, it's after 11 PM as I record this and I'm, I'm still enjoying that third quarter. Like it was a ton of fun for sure. But the whole enterprise feels sustainable. They won a game in which Amphrey Simons played great, but I don't think this was like other, you know, I don't think this is crazy outside the realm of what he can play. Jeremy Grant looks like a wonderful offseason addition. Just such a such a massive upgrade. He finishes with 21 in this game. is one of six from three. Like, he goes six of seven on twos. Like, the dude just, he racks you. Like, he he really, he, if he, he can get to the rim, it can create his own shot. He's great in transition. He gets to the foul line. Like, he plays defense and he's long. Uh, Josh Hart is maybe the most enjoyable player to watch in the league. Like he is an absolute joy. The dude is everywhere doing everything at all times. He is so fun. And he's he's a competitive defender who gets after it. And with better defenders around him, uh, particularly when they've had Winslow and Grant with him, like they look like they can be fierce on defense. And Damian Lord and Anthony Simons have been competitive on defense. There are moments when those two gentlemen are still not great defenders. There's some times when Ant goes too far under screens. There's a moment against LeBron when he let LeBron go baseline. Like, sure, yes, absolutely, sure, you see it. But that's what I'm talking about sustainable. Even with some of their warts and even with the admission that there was luck involved in those first three wins, this doesn't feel outside the realm. This feels like a sustainable level of play. Damon Lord's not going to average 40. Back-to-back 41-point games is a little bit too much, but I think Dame's going to average like 28 or 29. Scored 31 tonight. It's like he's he is capable of having those having bigger nights when you need him, particularly in a game that goes to overtime. Give him five extra minutes, he's going to score some more points. He's really good at basketball. The defense passes the eye test. The offense looks better. They're still way at the bottom of the league in assists per game, but the ball moves more. Uh, like some of the problem with the like just counting assists is that assists rely on makes, uh, and the non-dames in the first couple games they weren't shooting particularly well. You know, every time is not shooting well, it's less assists. Uh, you know, Jeremy Grant is getting touches in the post and like uh, like isolations. Like those aren't assists, right? But the ball has moved a little more. Like you can just see it. It's they look better. This looks sustainable. And I want to mention something that Damon Lord talked about in his post game to close the show. He talked about how the team is governing themselves. Uh, the big word for the Blazers is connected. That's the word they used. Uh, Chauncey Billups and Joe Cronin used together in 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 me- at media day. This is going to be the most connected team in the league, and all these things, right? Like this was this was their branding. That's. 
part of that connectedness is this trust. One of the things we talked about yesterday in the show, but some of it is just like knowing where each other are going to be. And, and, and some of that is holding each other accountable on defense. And Damian Lord mentioned that they are governing themselves on the defensive end. And I, I think you can see the fruits of that. He's been more competitive. Amphrey Simons has been more competitive. Uh, I think Nurk has struggled at times a bunch on defense, but he was when he's had the right matchup. He's you know he's pretty good against DeAndre Ayton late. Uh, I thought he was competitive after a really tough start in this one against against Nikola Jokic. Uh, I don't I don't really credit Jokic's line for the way Nurk played, but uh, Nurk did not let go of the rope when he could have. Josh Hart's been good on defense and competitive. Justice Winslow's been good on defense. Jeremy Grant's been good on defense. And, and Damon Lord said that an early, before they went to, to Santa Barbara for training camp, when they were just playing pickup, there were moments in the pickup uh, games when Chauncey Billups would blow it dead, like blow his whistle and say, we got to be better. You got to do this. And he would be the one to say, you got to, like, you need to be here. The rotation has to be here. You got to, you got to, like, in you know, you you have to trust your man will be behind you. So you got to go be aggressive because you got to know the help is there. That's like, that's the sort of connectedness, the trust. Then Dame said, once they got to Santa Barbara, once they got to training camp, they started doing it to each other. And now on the court, there are, they are governing themselves to be accountable and be competitive defenders. If you watch the game closely, you'll see moments where Nurk and uh, Jeremy Grant are talking, when Josh Hart and Jeremy Grant are talking, when Nurk and Amphrey Simons are saying, you know, how do we want to, how do we want to do this? Or like, okay, you're supposed to, you were supposed to funnel him to me, or I'm, you got to trust me to help and don't, you know, get, don't overhelp and come all the way down and then give up a three on the backside. Like you'll see them talking, you'll see them kind of getting after it in a way on defense that last year, this team hung their heads when stuff like that happened. This team would let go of the rope. They would say, Oh man, we're getting we're down 13 against the Nuggets in the second quarter. We're just not our night, and they would get smoked. This team is not letting go of the rope. They're more competitive. Uh, the dog in them per 36 is much higher. Shout out to the listener, dog in them per 36. Uh, like they're just, they've just been really good. And Dame mentioned this. So it's fun to do it. It's fun to play defense at the at the with the type of attention that they're giving on the defensive end. If Damian Lord buys into it all season long, if Ant continues to make strides on that end and, and the add upgraded def- defensive personnel that the that management added or main, retained with in Winslow and Josh Hart's case and the pre in the and Nurk's case in the offseason, with with upgraded defensive personnel and Gary Payton hasn't even played yet, and better better defensive commitment from their poor defenders, Damon Ant, this feels sustainable. They're the number one team in the West right now. I don't know if that's sustainable, but this is a good team. They're going to be in the mix. And I thought they were going to be like ninth or 10th in the West battling for the final play-in spot. It's early. There's 78 more games to go. They might, who knows what the rest of the season holds. But right now, this feels real. This feels like they could do it every single night. And they'll go into every game with a chance to win a thing that I just did not think was going to happen. I was wrong about this team. I was wrong about this team. And I'm glad I was wrong because they're fun as heck. They're fun as heck. They are bringing you, dear listener, a ton of joy. I'm having a bunch of fun in the arena. This is just a fun basketball team. So I missed up. I messed up a prediction. I screwed it up and I screwed it up and it turned out great. Um, How fun is that? How fun is that? Wednesday night, they play the Miami Heat. Uh, We will have a show after that one on... Tuesday's show. Uh, this is you are listening to. Uh, sorry, this is Tuesday's show. This is Tuesday, October twenty fifth show on the morning of on Wednesday show. The show that comes out Wednesday, 
October 26th. That's going to be a mailbag show. I'm going to record that on Tuesday night. Let's get your early season mailbag questions in. If you have those questions, send them to me. LockedOnBlazersPod at gmail.com is the best place to send them to me. Or you can follow me on Twitter. I'll send out a tweet soliciting your questions at Mike G. Rich on Twitter. But really, I, I just prefer email. It's easier for me. <laughs> send them to me. Locked, LockedOnBlazersPod at gmail.com is the address for your mailbag questions. Season's here. We got to get back into some mailbag. Some of you have already sent me some, so no worries. I got them. Send me some more uh, if you if you want to. Send me the email address or check my Twitter feed. Thanks for making this show your first listen every day. Free on all platforms, five days a week, the only Daily Trailblazers podcast. Make it a part of your daily routine. Make it your first listen every single day. Why not make your second listen locked on NBA, the overarching NBA show on the podcast. Get you caught up on all of the teams around the league in that same 30-minute format that you know and love. Also on all platforms, five days a week. I appreciate you listening. I'll talk to you soon.